Hey, Todd. Hey, Sal. So welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Party on Johncast as we walk our way through Holy Week um, on this Holy Thursday. And we are working our way through the book of Mark. Again, this is Reverend Sal Sermarco. I'm an ordained teaching elder in the Presbytery of Newton in the Presbyterian Church USA, working in the validated ministry of chaplaincy in Newton. And I am Reverend Todd Laddick, an ordained uh, elder in the United Methodist Church of Greater New Jersey, uh, serving a congregation in Newton, New Jersey, on slightly higher ground up the hill from Sal. It's the only higher ground I give them. Short of divine providence. Amen. Amen. So... We are uh, here on Holy Thursday, and Holy Thursday is encapsulated in Scripture uh, in Mark chapter 14, because we're going through Mark, by the way. So Mark chapter 14, verses 12 through 72. That's quite a lengthy read. Um, so we're going to actually just kind of sum most of it up, but we'll, we'll focus in on Mark chapter 14, verses 12 through 26. So here it is. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Jesus' disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go to prepare the Passover meal for you? So Jesus sent two of them into Jerusalem with these instructions. As you go into the city, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him. At the house, he enters. Say to the owner, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He will take you upstairs to a large room that is already set up. That is where you should prepare our meal. So the two disciples went into the city and found everything just as Jesus had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. In the evening, Jesus arrived with the twelve. As they were at the table eating, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. One of you eating with me here will betray me. Greatly distressed, each one asked in turn, Am I the one? He replied, It is one of you twelve who is eating from this bowl with me. For the Son of Man must die as the scriptures declared long ago. But how terrible it will be for the one who betrays him. It would be far better for that man if he had never been born. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to, his, to the disciples, saying, Take, take it, for this is my body. And he took the cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice for many. I tell you the truth. I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Then they sang a hymn. And went out to the Mount of Olives. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) All right. 
this is always a moving. I always find Monday, Thursday, or Holy Thursday very moving. Me because, yeah. because we have here the institution of what we now call the Eucharist, communion. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably, um, along with baptism, probably the most important sacrament we have in the Christian church. Ab- absolutely. And um, the one that, I mean, baptism is once, it's done once, like you are baptized and there is no second baptism. There's only one baptism. Just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, note to you Baptists. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but but the link between, you know, our baptism brings us uh, into the body of Christ. And the link between our baptism and communion is that that communion reminds us that we are indeed a part of the body of Christ, which has been broken and given for us. For us. Yeah, and um, and we are we are brought into through baptism into the the church, the body yeah. of Christ. Yeah, and and the way we celebrate that is through. Holy Communion. Communion, Eucharist, yeah. Mm. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, this is why I became, honestly, an elder, an ordained elder in the United Methodist Church. There's, there are two tracks um, of ordination in the United Methodist Church, and I know this is different for every denomination, but for ours, you're either an ordained elder or you're an ordained deacon, uh, an elder is not only a minister, uh, you know, in the sense of of teaching and ordering the life of the church and all of that, but they are specifically uh, tasked with preaching, uh, with word, you know, the word, mm-hmm. and with sacrament, with with uh, leading people in the sacramental life. Uh, deacons, on the other hand, are more teaching. They're more uh, the ones that go out and do social justice. So they're more the ones that go out and lead, uh, you know, uh, the, the teaching elements of ministry, uh, teaching people to become disciples and all of that. That is specific to the, the deacon. The pastor is that as well. They're teachers, they're, they're, they, they're equippers, they're, they're disciple makers, but they also have this specific task of preaching the word and leading, uh, officiating over the sacraments and, and leading the sacramental life of the church. And honestly, uh, this this sacrament, the Eucharist, uh, communion, it is everything to me. It's why I do what I do. It's the grace. It's the very grace of God, and I get to be a part of extending that grace to others. Mm. Similarly, in my denomination, the Presbyterian Church, uh, we have deacons and elders uh, who are ordained as well. They're ordained to the local church. Um, teaching elders, or we also, and the language has flip-flopped in the last couple of years, but our official title is Minister, Word, and Sacrament, mm-hmm. um, because we are set aside and educated and trained to preach the Word and to administer the sacraments. Correct. Yeah. Um, and even even myself as a minister of word and sacrament, even though I'm not in a parish, which is 
<clears throat> the most common trajectory for uh, teaching elders. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I am in it because um, taking the Eucharist, um, whether it's communally when I do pulpit supply or most often um, individually um, with those unable to attend worship or uh, separated from worship in their church body mm. via um, old age and or health reasons. Um, like Todd said, I'm, I'm there administering the grace of God um, yeah. and communing with them, reminding them what it means to be part of the larger Church of Christ. And without contributing to any sort of online Twitter war or <laughs> name-calling or anything like that, there are some people out there who inaccurately think that the uh the the sacrament of of communion of eucharist is should be limited to the local church i beg the question where does jesus say that uh it two or more two or more are gathered together two or three or more are gathered together there i am in the midst of them and jesus even in instituting the sacrament of of communion as we read today he doesn't he doesn't put a stipulation of when you're in the local church do this as often as you you know, as often as you do, do it in remembrance of me. He he, he just right. says, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance of and me. Paul, he while he's addressing a local church situation, so it is specific to a local church, he doesn't limit it to that local church or to local church at all. So, like, that, that is kind of a, an over—it's yeah. really just a way too narrow of a definition. Too narrow. We're looking at you again, Baptists. Um <laughs> And like we said, that the reply we were given was that in the context of the verse of where two or more are gathered, well, technically that applies to church discipline. Um, well, uh, church is Jesus, not the building. Um, church is Jesus, yeah. Um, so, um, no, your answer. <laughs> so, um, no, yeah. Uh, granted, uh, uh, you know, there are, you can go too broad with it as well. Like, yes. like, uh, administering the, uh, the sacrament of Eucharist or communion, uh, via online. N- no, there should be personal presence there. there, there should, um, yeah. in line with, um, ashes to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Drew who, who drew myself, Sal, we're all big fans of ashes to go. And, oh, uh, yeah. And uh, communion online. Um, I mean, there there is say in terms of ashes to go. There, you know, like it uh, depends on how you define to go. Like if you're in a uh, setting like people are are, are working, um, you know, you're you're not going to just say, oh, sorry, you should do this in a church. I'm not going to administer. You know, so there's a communal aspect there, and there's a church aspect there that you're administering the sacrament. Uh, but but standing on a street corner corner as people drive by and just smudging their head yeah. <laughs> with, with no like communal aspect whatsoever uh, it's like kind of the consumeristic uh, ashes to go thing that's just not cool yeah uh, but back to back to Holy Thursday um, we diverge um, so it says that they sang hymns and then sang a hymn and then went out to the Mount of Olives. Um, Jesus then predicts Peter's denial. Uh, 
and of course, Peter, you know, being Peter, says, "Oh, I'll never deny you. Are you kidding me? I'll I'll go to the death for you." He was so hot headed. He's so hot headed, and Jesus says, uh, "No, actually, by the time the cock crows, you'll you'll have denied me three times." And then he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, um, and you know they can't even stay awake. Three times he has to wake them up and say, you know, pray with me. And even in that moment, forget the woman who poured perfume the day before. Even in that moment, they cannot, they've had too much wine. They're too tired. There's no sense of urgency. No sense of urgency. Um, And then Jesus is in the garden. I love the way Francis Chan, you know, uh, describes this, where Jesus is in the garden. He's praying to God, God, Father, Father, Abba, Father. If you can just take this cup from me, I don't want to go through this. Mm. If I can, if I can help it, I don't want to go through this. But your will be done, not mine. And God is looking down. I mean, how do you, as a father, look down at your own child who's begging you to not go through this unjust torture, this unjust death? How do you, as a father, as a parent, say? Nothing in your child's moment of despair. Uh, And yet God's love for us is so deep that he was willing as Jesus to die for us. Um, And then, of course, Jesus is betrayed and arrested, brought before, illegally brought before the council, the Sanhedrin, uh, in a mock trial at night, which wasn't supposed to be done per the law. Um, and not all the members were even there. And, uh, so he's brought before cause they, they want one thing and one thing alone, his death. Mm. Um, they want him out of the way. And so they bring him before the uh, Sanhedrin. Uh, Peter denies Jesus indeed, as Jesus predicted, um, granted give credit to where, you know, where, where credits do Peter did have the guts to go to the court of the Sanhedrin and to sit there and await <laughs> the results. <laughs> but uh, in the moment, he gets spotted by others who recognize him, and he denies Jesus indeed three times at least. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, Holy Thursday. It's. Uh, so, I. I give it over to you, Sal. So as we conclude, let us uh, reflect a little on the passage um, as we go into the time of prayer. Um, Think this Thursday, this Holy Thursday. Where and when do you betray Jesus? When do you let him down? But also, think about this week as you perhaps take communion or break bread with fellow believers, that that bread is broken for you. That cup is filled for you. This cup is shed, confirms the covenant between God and his people, poured out as a sacrifice for many. Just reflect on that.
and how we partake of the meal and walk out the doors of the church and deny Jesus. So let's pray. Gracious and precious Jesus, we pray that this Holy Thursday that we reflect on your time in the garden, the torment, the prayer, the feeling of abandonment, the feeling of abandonment by the Father, and yet the love of the Father that was willing to die for us. So fill us this Holy Thursday and remind us that every time we break this bread and drink this cup, we do this in remembrance of you. May we feast on it in our hearts and be filled for the journey ahead. We pray in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. And so this wraps up... uh holy thursday uh for this this particular episode but we just pray that you'll reflect on those questions and uh reflect on uh where you are in this moment on holy thursday and we also pray that you'll join us again uh tomorrow for good friday uh we'll be powerful for sure so uh yeah be excellent to each other yes be excellent to each other and uh, god bless 